Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. There are things we can learn from these two Super Bowl teams, Bo. And I want to know first and foremost what you think we can learn from these two Super Bowl teams because the way these two teams have been built, or team a little bit one the uh the, the the other, but there, there, there are ways these two teams have gone about building their franchise that I think the Falcons can learn from. And um, I want to know uh, from your perspective, you know what what you like that these two franchises have done to get to this point that the Falcons could could copy. Well, depth, um, mm-hmm. depth for one. You look at uh. You look at Philadelphia, and I've talked about this a lot. I feel like Philadelphia is too deep at every position on the defensive line. Right. And they've got a good secondary, by the way. I think their secondary is a little bit better than I've given them credit for, uh, even on this podcast. I've always said I thought their back seven was susceptible. I still think that. But the problem is, is no one – it doesn't get to that point because their front four (laughs) – is so good and yep. so dominant and so the depth is so deep. They're so deep. I mean, mm-hmm. they literally – and Dominican Sue plays on this. You don't ever hear about him. Um, what's uh, Jordan Davis? Davis, yeah. You would never hear about anymore. I and mean, he had that tough he, – he was great early, then he got hurt. Yep. Uh, he's healthy now, if I'm not mistaken. But they, you everybody hear about him so good, got, they don't really need him anymore. <laughs> well, I mean, they need him, but he's but, another yeah. piece, but he's not – they could have a great game, yeah. But he's not. You you just you hear about those, you hear about other guys that are doing mm-hmm. more. Fletcher right. Cox. I mean, so depth. And then you look at depth on the other side, and I go look at uh, the Chiefs' offense and look at all the weapons. Uh, like you know, Pacheco and then uh, Tyreek Hill and Juju Smith-Schuster. I know that some of these guys are banged up, but Clyde's Edward Hilaire. He's he just got activated. He's been hurt during this during the playoffs in this stretch. You haven't um, heard about him because Jarek McKinnon's been so good. Jarek McKinnon, Kadarius Tony. Yep. Uh, you know, I'm missing guys. I mean, I'm leaving guys off. And that is first off, people want to play with Patrick Mahomes. Yes. People want to be coached by Andy Reid's because yes. of how just how you know, and I I've always been a guy that's un, I always under by the way, I didn't even mention Travis Kelsey yet. Nope. Okay. <laughs> um, Miko Hardeman, who they just put on the IR. Sky Moore, who's a rookie who had an impact play yep. in the uh, AFC title game. Valdez Scantling. I mean, you know, uh, Noah Gray, who's had some a couple of big catches in these uh, in the playoffs in the game against Jacksonville. He had a couple yep. of, of big catches. So, I'm na- I just named a, a boatload of guys that are weapons. For Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. um, 
you know, and that allowed Chad Henney to step in on his own two-yard line and go 98, 99 yards in a drive that scored a touchdown because that's what the depth does. Chad Henney was better because of the the great players around him, and and he did he did a good job with that, but he didn't have to do too much. Right. So so the depth is something. Building a team and a roster that you can create the depth, and I think that is that is not as far for me. That's not as far away as people think. Because what I've seen is I've seen a lot of young guys on this team play early. Yep. And maybe they're not starters, but they are depth pieces. Yes. And so if you can upgrade those pieces, and then that that's where that's where depth is created because you've somehow been in almost every game with guys who wouldn't be starters on some teams. Right. And or maybe they 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 have they're going to grow based off that and they are going to be starters and they they create competition when you bring in guys that you think are better and maybe they're not because these guys have learned and grown so just depth i mean these two teams these rosters are extremely deep and that's something of how to learn and build that depth but honestly it's easy to say well the defensive lines cuz both defensive lines are pretty good yeah, right. one one is an one is a complete and utter nightmare to go against <laughs> And the other will sneak up on you and get you, like guys like Chris Jones. Yep. Um, and uh, Frank what, Clark. What, huh? Frank Clark. That is the – I was literally about yeah. to say, what's my guy's name who, yeah. who was with Seattle for a few years? Mm-hmm. Frank Clark. Frank Clark's a mean SOB. And I say that, like, <laughs> not like personally, but when he's on the field, he's, yeah. a different, he's, he's a different type of dude on that field. That's the guy – you know, you always hear people say, oh, I want that dog. I want that dog. That's right. what they mean when they say, I want that dog. It, it, mm-hmm. The picture of guys like Frank Clark come up in the uh, dictionary. Because mm-hmm, he got that dog in him. Exactly. The dictionary. What year is this? 1991? <laughs> the Google. When you Google the dog, hey, I want a guy. When you Google that t- phrase in football, Frank Clark's one of a few names that come up uh, when you Google it. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Exactly, exactly. What the hell am I talking about? (laughs) It's okay, Squeeze. You just went a little old school, that's all. (laughs) But, uh, But no, I mean... These teams have done a great job. Not only they've drafted a lot of their players, too, and that's the thing I think the the Falcons can take away most. And really, the Falcons have done a good job because if you look at the Eagles' offensive line, they drafted every single person on the Eagles' offensive line and almost everybody on their uh, defensive line. Hargrave, they got in free agency. Hassan Reddick, they got in free agency. But other guys like Brandon Graham, Fletcher, Clock, uh, Fletcher Cox, obviously uh, Jordan Davis, they drafted last year. So, they had done a good job drafting and developing players. And I think that's something the honestly, Terry Fontenot and Arthur Smith are on their way to doing now. And in uh, a year, two at, at most, we'll be saying the same thing. We're like, dang, they really did a good job drafting and developing not only offensive line and defensive line, but really their players overall. I mean, Richie Grant, look at his jump from year one to year two. He's going to keep on growing, keep on developing, getting better. Jalen Hawkins. He's had a nice jump from year one to year two. 
Michael Walker, I know he still leaves us our head scratching from time to time, but he had some nice moments. He'll hopefully get better. Troy Anderson, look what he did in his rookie year. And I mean, I know he's a good player, but that's still a part of he he didn't get a lot of playing time early on. But then later in the season, after the coaches got his hands, got their hands on him and were able to develop him. You know, he just he he's he's made big strides Um, just from the first half of his rookie to the second half. The uh, defensive line. I mean, I know I'm we didn't I don't think we drafted Abdullah Anderson or Timmy Horn, but, you know, able to develop those guys. And like you said, that about creating depth, we've done a I believe a great job at at least at the absolute least making Timmy Horn and Abdullah Anderson. I think they will be very good depth pieces. Uh, you know, like you said, maybe they'll get even better and they'll turn into, you know, very competitive starters. We'll see. But at the very least, I know I want them in my defensive line rotation at the very least. So, no, I completely agree with that. And then I think uh, as far as drafting well, developing their their own their homegrown players well, I think uh, the Chiefs and the Eagles do a great job of that. Um, and I think the Falcons are on their way to doing that as well. So, you know, making depth, drafting, developing well, that's what we can learn from these teams. I think Arthur Smith and Terry Fano have so far done a great job of that as well. So sooner or later, the point being, we will hopefully, you know, be at this stage in a, in a, in a few years' time. Maybe sooner. We'll see. Who knows? You can turn around very quickly in today's NFL.